this episode this week, yeah, mainly it was because I'm, I, I, folks, it was a fun few days. We I had some technical difficulties with the the with Skype and some of the recording programs that I use, and we were able to get all that worked out. Actually, the sound quality didn't sound all that bad on my end. I would love to hear from you if if you could tell any difference in some of the interviews this week, and then the. I guess I just had a brain lapse and we had we went way longer with a couple of the interviews than I wrote down so we couldn't fit all the racing stuff in a, it was just a hodgepodge of information I guess more is better than less right so here we've got bonus Santa Anita Saturday Sam Houston Saturday and we will talk all about Cindy Carava full service realtor because if you need anything in the world of real estate you got to contact Cindy Carava the website c-i-n-d-y-c-a-r-a-v-a.com she can help you with buying with selling with leasing she can help connect you to the right kind of vendors if you need help with home improvement maybe gardening landscaping uh, maybe you're having issues with uh, the loan, so you need help with lender. She'll connect you with the right type of people that will make life easy for you. She is the kindest, most genuine person you will ever meet. Cindy Carava, C-I-N-D-Y-C-A-R-A-V-A dot com. So we will chat the Santa Anita Saturday races. Don't forget about that Pick'em contest. It's totally free to enter. Pick'em.SantaAnita.com If you go to the website, props that combine Horse racing that combine different sports, $500 to the winner every Saturday, every Sunday, every holiday Monday. It doesn't cost you a cent to get in. Just make sure you you remember to play it. I'll remind you every Saturday, every Sunday. And if you win one of them, boom, a nice little bankroll builder of 500 bucks. It doesn't cost you any entry fee. You're not going to be losing money to enter. Totally free. Get involved. And we are going to get involved right now with the little Santa Anita for Saturday. Let's head on over there. Get your past performances out. We are looking at January the 22nd here. And I'm going to start in race number one with an absolute bomb. Rack a tap tap. So he's going to have the blinkers. And he's a four-year-old. He's only making his second start. He didn't show much at all in his debut. But I'm expecting a lot more. He just It was a bad start. He's a half to a grade three turf winner, Warden Jerry, four other turfers, uh, turf winners, five altogether. He's a half to multiple stakes placed turf runner, Tamarando, who was a really classy runner. And rack, rack tap, tap looks like the, a bomb in here where you have everybody else. They kind of look the same and they may be able to all be sort of forwardly placed. And this course. If, if he's able to sort of sit mid-pack, he might be able to get a nice off-the-pace trip, rack a tap-tap. I'd use Cali Bay underneath along with this one. 20-1 to 1 on the morning line. If we can get anything over 10, we'll make a win wager there. As we move to race number three at Santa Anita, with this Val, the rail is the, is the only thing that worries me. Second off the bench, I loved the effort last time out. I'm expecting better from her. But she's another one. She's five. She's only made five career starts. So, you know, she's got some physical issues and she's had a lot of time in between some starts. Should be ready for a really good effort. <clears throat> now she's five to two on the morning line. So I'll treat her more like an exotic single than maybe making any type of win wager if she's too short. We move to the fifth. Sweet Madam Blue. Going to go second start off the bench. Going to get back to the turf here. 25 claimers, non-two. Sweet Madam Blue feels like the one to beat. This is another one that I'll treat like an exotics single. couple horses to bet towards the end of the card. Let's get to race number seven. 
I'm looking at Barristan the Bold, 12 to 1 on the morning line. I had this horse stacked more like a 5 to 1 shot in here. There's no speed. There's very little speed for a six furlong turf race like this. Chaos Theory draws the rail. He's not quick. Camaraderie's not that fast. Commander's more of a middle to closer. Barraza, nope, not really. You see a little bit of route speed. Vanzi has, you know, is coming out of races on the synthetic and hasn't even been showing that much pace over there. You have Weston, who, you know, towards the outside, Weston is probably the one that you think may show the most speed. And I think that puts Barristan the Bold in a great spot. He has pace if they want to go, if no one else does, but he can sit and track. The number five, Barristan the Bold, 12 to 1 on the morning line. Anything around five will make a, a win wager there. As we move to the ninth and final at Santa Anita on Saturday, these are maiden 50 claimers. They're going to go a mile on the turf course. I thought the, um, the second timer for Paraban. It's big. The number five, 12 to one on the morning line. This is a barn that's actually pretty good with young horses. Now, recently, their numbers over the last five years aren't overwhelming, but it, it's a lot of what they have is from a stock perspective. If they have the horse, a horse that's capable of winning, they will absolutely win and they can run well. They just don't get the kind of numbers that a, a lot of other barns do. The dam had two turf races. One was fourth, but was only beaten three quarters of a length in, in that race. So less than a length with a ton of trouble. It's big, got squeezed back at the start to last on the inside. Moved through, closed pretty nicely. Now it's going to stretch out. Now it's going to try the turf. It's big. The number five in race number nine at Santa Anita on Saturday. So a little Santa Anita action for you. Best of luck if you're playing over at Santa Anita on Saturday as we move to Sam Houston for Saturday. So I did think that the second race is a little chalky. No reason to even spend too much time there. First race is Arabians. Let's get to the third race. We're at the two Golden Palace. You can toss the Delta races. His form gets a lot better. This horse is an absolute bomb. He's 30-1 to 1 on the morning line. I'm throwing him in some exotics. The three shades of victory. Likes it at Sam Houston. And then you got the two logicals to the outside in the seven, Maxi Moon. And the eight, Declined, who's probably the one to catch. There's not really very much speed in here. That's why I think Golden Palace might end up in kind of an okay spot. Two, eight, seven, Two eight three seven. how I have them stacked in race number three at Sam Houston. As we move along to race number four, maiden special weights in here, five and a half furlongs the distance. Let's play against the one, Lulos. The dam of this one, one on the synthetic, couple siblings, one was the winner, but I'm not a real fan of the work tab. It's got some spots in there that has me scratching my head a little bit. I'm going to use the two Cairo Warrior who's turning back. He just ran into a horse named Sam's Time. Sam's Time won on Thursday. Just was able to hold on on Thursday. Rhythmic Ruler feels like the one to beat to me. This is a good spot for him. He's shown a little bit of improvement in um, in his races. That Delta is showing more speed after coming over from Saratoga. So Rhythmic Ruler will be using along with the two Cairo Warrior trying to beat the one Lulos. Let's move to race number five. This was going to be one of my uh, better plays on the card. The number seven in here, Viatorum, who I think can clear the field. And we really want to keep an eye on the four gold crusher because this one is entered on Friday. And gold crusher hasn't really shown as much speed on the turf the last couple times was on the grass. But he's pretty quick. If he's not in this race, that'll make things even easier for the seven Viatorum. 
really quick. Uh, last two times, uh, last two races on the grass, tossed the last race on the turf, and then the two starts back race on the grass was really nice. Three starts back breaking the maiden was a, another very very good one, drawn well. It's kind of shifted in at the start and was just never in it last time out when favored. The number seven Viatorum should bounce back in here. Let's move to race number six, non two allowance. I thought the four flew by you was in a spot on January the 6th. When he shot through from the inside, when she shot through from the inside, I thought a couple times she was about to clear and, and kick on. It didn't seem like that was the best part of the track to be in that day and, and maybe early on in the meet. But I like the, that this filly can pass horses in sprints. The number four flew by you. I'd put on top of the logicals, the one and the two. I'd prefer the one, Fashion Ridge. I just don't love the rail and the layoff. But from just a overall horse standpoint, I'd have him stacked 4-1. Let's get to race number 7 here. 25,000 non-two claimers, 5 furlongs on the turf course. Finding Silver. This one will try the turf for the second time. The dam is a 1-4 for four on the turf with stakes placed on it. And if he can transfer his running style over, he should sit a great trip. He's got three siblings and only one of them tried the turf. But he's not bad. He's on the improve. And you know, he's he's a it's probably a bit tougher than what he's been facing. But when you go from dirt to turf, a lot of times these levels aren't quite exactly what they seem because the bottom is different. Four, six, three or horses I'm using here. The three we told you a little bit about, the six more like it. Yeah, that's the horse to beat. The four agent Peter Graves, I'd probably make my top selection if we can get around. 9-2. to two. He's been going longer on the turf, and now on the cutback, you'd have to imagine he should be able to sit off and press a bit, but he does have legitimate sprint speed. He's been right on the lead even when sprinting. 4-6-3 in race number 7, Saturday over at Sammy Houston. Race number 8, we have Texas Bread, Phillies, Mares, 4-year-olds, and up first level allowance. 6 for longs the distance. I'm looking at the 8 in here. Stone Fox, First start off the claim for Danny Pish. This guy has a couple, or this gal has a couple really big efforts. When she shows up with her A game, it's excellent. And this is a good spot for her. The number four, take charge woman. Yeah, that's the horse to beat. And then you have Miss Carmen, who's going to put two starts together. But she's a little soft on on figures. I'd probably just single the eight. And if you want to go a little deeper, I'd stack them eight, four, six. Closing things out, maiden special weights going a mile on the turf course. The number nine, hard candy. Third off the long layoff. Second time turf. Going to stretch out in here. Two starts back was a really nice effort when finishing fourth and flying late. Hard candy. I'm expecting a big one from hard candy. Give me a Jolly Rancher, please. Eight to one on the morning line on Saturday at Sam Houston to close things out. That is going to do it for this little bonus episode. We just had so much. Once we, once we have a show that gets past five hours, it won't upload. So I don't like to try to battle with the computers. I figured we'll just give you the extra content. No problem. Hopefully we can make a few bucks for you on Saturday at Sam Houston, San Anita. We had some fairgrounds on the earlier episode if you needed some help there. And uh, we will have so much content. In the coming weeks, San Anita, Sam Houston, everything going on there. Continuing to close out the NFL season. Then we'll transfer over and start talking a little more NCAA and NBA basketball. 
baseball, who knows what's going to happen with them with the with the strike and the work stoppage. But I know what's going to happen next. You're going to hear Joey Cleveland closing things out with our That's What G Said theme song. <laughs> 